0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Sulalita Devadasi, and we are continuing to read Teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter 19. 19. Further Talks with Prakashananda. Lord Chaitanya next informed Prakashananda that in the modern age, people in general are more or less bereft of spiritual intellect. When such people come under the influence of Shankaracharya's Mayavada, impersonalist philosophy, before beginning the most confidential Vedanta Sutra, their natural tendency toward obedience to the Supreme is checked. Hmm, interesting. Wow, their natural tendency towards obedience to the Supreme is checked. Such is the poison of Mayavada philosophy. The Supreme Source of everything is naturally respected by everyone. But this natural tendency is hampered when one takes to the impersonalist conceptions of Shankara. Thus, the spiritual master of Lord Chaitanya suggested that it is better not to study the Shariraka Bhashya of Shankaracharya, for it is very harmful to people in general. Indeed, the common man does not even have the intelligence to penetrate into the jugglery of words. He is better advised to chant the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. In this quarrelsome age of Kali, there is no alternative to for self-realization. After hearing the arguments and talks of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all the Mayavadi sannyasis who were present became pacified and replied with sweet words. Dear sir, what have you what you have spoken is all true. A person who attains love of Godhead is certainly very fortunate, and undoubtedly you are very fortunate to have attained this stage. But what is the fault in the Vedanta? It is the duty of a sannyasi to read and understand the Vedanta. Why do you not study it? Unquote. According to Mayavadi philosophers, the Vedanta refers to the Shariraka commentary of Shankaracharya. Shariraka commentary of Shankaracharya. When impersonalist philosophers refer to the Vedanta and the Upanishads, they are actually <clears throat> they're actually referring to these works, as understood through the commentaries of Shankaracharya, the greatest teacher of Mayavada philosophy. After Shankaracharya came Sadhananda Yogindra, who claimed that the Vedanta and Upanishads should be understood through the commentaries of Shankaracharya. Factually this is not so. There are many commentaries on the Vedanta and the Upanishads made by Vaishnava-Acharyas and these are preferred to those of Shankaracharya. But the Mayavadi philosophers influenced by Shankaracharya do not attribute any importance to the Vaishnava understandings. There are four different sects of Vaishnava-Acharyas and each follows a different variation of personalism. Shuddha dvaita -dvaita, Vishishta-dvaita, Dvaita-dvaita and Achintya-bheda-bheda. All the Vaishnava-Acharyas in these schools have written commentaries on the Vedanta Sutra, but the Mayavadi philosophers do not recognize them. The Mayavadis distinguish between Krishna and Krishna's body, and therefore they do not recognize the worship of Krishna by the Vaishnava philosophers. Thus, when the Mayavadi sannyasis asked Lord Chaitanya why he did not study the Vedanta Sutra. The Lord replied, Dear sirs, you have asked why I do not study the Vedanta, and in answer to this I could speak something, but I am afraid you would be sorry to hear it. All the Mayavadi sannyasis replied, We shall be very much pleased to hear you. Because we see that you are just like Narayana, and your speeches are so nice that we are taking great pleasure in them. We are very much obliged to see and hear you. Therefore, we shall be very glad, glad to hear patiently and accept whatever you say. The Lord then began to speak. On Vedanta philosophy as follows the Vedanta Sutra is spoken by the Supreme Lord himself the Supreme Lord in his incarnation as Vyasadeva has compiled this great philosophical treatise since Vyasadeva is an incarnation of the Supreme Lord he cannot be likened to an ordinary person Who has the four defects which arise due to contact with material existence? The defects of a conditioned soul are first, he must commit mistakes, second, he must be illusioned, third, he must possess the tendency to cheat others, and fourth, all his senses must be imperfect. We must understand that the Incarnation of God is transcendental to all these defects. Thus, whatever has been spoken and written by Vyasadeva is considered to be perfect. The Upanishads and Vedanta Sutra aim at the same goal – the Supreme Absolute Truth when we accept the direct import of the Vedanta Sutra and Upanishads, that is glorious. But the commentaries made by Shankaracharya are indirect and are thus very dangerous for the common man to read, for by understanding the import of the Upanishads in such an indirect disruptive way, one practically bars himself from spiritual realization. According to the Skanda and Vayu Puranas, the word Sutra refers to a condensed work which carries meaning and the import of immeasurable strength without any mistake or fault. The word Vedanta means the end of Vedic knowledge. In other words, any book which deals with the subject matter indicated by all the Vedas is called Vedanta. For example, the Bhagavad Gita is Vedanta, because in the Bhagavad Gita The Lord says that the ultimate goal of all Vedic research is Krishna. Thus, one should understand that the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, which aim only at Krishna, are Vedanta. In transcendental realization, there are three divisions of knowledge called prasthana-traya The department of knowledge which is proved by Vedic instruction, like the Upanishads, is called Shruti Prasthan. Shruti Prasthan. Authoritative books indicating the ultimate goal and written by liberated souls, like Vyasadeva, for example, the Bhagavad Gita Mahabharata. And Puranas, especially Srimad Bhagavatam, the Mahapurana, are called Smriti Prasthan. From the Vedic literature we understand that the Vedas originated from the breathing of Narayana. Vyasadeva, who is an incarnation of the power of Narayana, compiled the Vedanta Sutra Nyaya Prasthan. But according to Shankara's commentaries, Apantarattama Rishi is also sometimes credited with having compiled the aphorisms of the Vedanta Sutra. According to Lord Chaitanya, the conclusions of the verses of the Pancharatra and the aphorisms of the Vedanta are one and the same. Since the Vedanta Sutra is compiled by Deva, it should be understood to be spoken by Narayana himself. From all the descriptive literature dealing with the Vedanta Sutra, it appears that there were many other rishis contemporary with Vyasadeva who also discussed the Vedanta Sutra. The sages were Atreya, Asmarathya, Adulomi, Karshnajini, Kashakritsna, Jaimini and Badari, while other sages such as Parashari and Karmandi, Karmandi Discussed Divydanta before Vyasadeva. In the first two chapters of Divydanta Sutra, the relationship between the living entities and the Supreme Lord is explained. And in the third chapter, the discharge of devotional service is explained. The fourth chapter deals with the result of discharging devotional service. The natural commentary on the Vedanta Sutra is Srimad Bhagavatam. The great Acharyas of the four Vaishnava communities sampradayas, namely Ramanuja Acharya, Madhavacharya, Vishnu Swami and Nimbarka have also written commentaries on the Vedanta Sutra. By following the principles of Srimad Bhagavatam. The followers of these Acharyas down to the present day have written many books following the principles of Srimad Bhagavatam and accepting it as the natural commentary on the Vedanta. Shankara's commentary on the Vedanta Sutra, known as Shari Rakabasya is very much adored by the impersonalist scholars. But such materialistic commentaries are completely adverse to the transcendental service of the Lord. Consequently, Lord Chaitanya said that direct commentaries on the Upanishads and Vedanta Sutra are glorious, but that anyone who follows the indirect path of Shankaracharya's Shadiraka Bhashya is certainly doomed. Lord Chaitanya admitted that Shankaracharya was an incarnation of Lord Shiva and it is known that Lord Shiva is one of the greatest devotees, a Mahajana of the Bhagavata school. There are 12 Mahajanas great authorities on devotional service, and Lord Shiva is one of them. Why then did he adopt the process of Mayavada philosophy? The answer is given in the Shiva Purana, Purana, where the Supreme Lord tells Shiva. kala manusha dishu svaga maih kalpitestvam janan madvimukhan kuru quote in the beginning of the kali yuga by my order bewilder the people in general with maya vada philosophy Unquote. Hmm. very direct order in the Padma Purana, Lord Shiva tells his wife Bhagavati Devi, "Maya vadam chas chastram pratyanam bautham kalpitam Devi kalau brahma narupina." brahmanascha param rupam nirgunam vaksyate maya sarvasvam jagatoppyasya mohanartham kalau yuge vedante tu mahashastre maya vadam vaidikam mayeva vaksyate devi jagatam nashakaranat the Mayavada philosophy is veiled Buddhism. In brackets, in other words, the voidist philosophy of Buddha is more or less repeated in the Mayavada philosophy of impersonalism. Although the Mayavadi philosophers claim to be directed by the Vedic conclusions. bracket closed As a brahmana boy, I manufacture this philosophy in the age of Kali to mislead the atheists. Actually, the Supreme Personality of Godhead has his transcendental body, but I describe the Supreme as impersonal. I also explain the Vedanta Sutra according to the same principles of Mayavada philosophy. Lord Shiva continues speaking to Bhagavati Devi as follows. Hmm. One second. Uh-huh. Devi pravakshyami tamasani Yathakramam Yesham Shravanamatrena patityam Gyaninam api apartham shrutivakyanam vakyanam garhitam Karma swaru jatvam atracha prati padhyate Sarva karma pari brahmshan Naishkarmyam tatracho chete Paratma jiva yo raikyam mayatra prati padhyate Quote My dear Devi, sometimes I teach Maya vada philosophy for those who are engrossed in a mode of ignorance. But anyone in a mode of goodness who happens to hear this Mayavada philosophy falls down, for when I teach Mayavada philosophy, I say that the living entity and the Supreme Lord are one and the same. Unquote. Hare Krishna. We're going to stop here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.